bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up, nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sorry about that. I've been I've been drinking Sprite. So I've been like drinking. I I have to stay off sugar, right? Because if you have type 2 diabetes, it's kind of, you know, dumb to drink sugar. And if you drink some colas, they say it's bad for your heart. So I drink Sprite, but I drink Sprite Zero, like it has zero sugar, but I don't know what else is in it. I should probably read it to figure out if I'm poisoning myself or something. But 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 one of the things I do, oh, it's got aspartame in it, so I got to be careful. And so I have to make sure that I am able to drink it and know what I'm doing, right? Got to make myself safe. I have to make sure that whatever I'm putting into my body is <laughs> going to keep me here for the long haul. Um, but my brain kept going back to I'm worried about aspartame in Sprite Zero. And. We have a nine-year-old that's shot and killed and a 42-year-old and a 14-year-old in custody for questioning about a nine-year-old. The other day, a five-year-old shot and killed, and, and, and I do believe somebody's in custody for that. Where are we going? Like, how do we win? When I say win, I mean, how do you make Milwaukee safe? How do you make the black community safe, the white community, Hispanic, Asian, Pacific Islander, Hmong, don't matter where you're from, don't matter if you're an immigrant or born here, bottom line, if you live in the city of Milwaukee, how do we make it safe? And again, I go to the fact that 
it has to come down to the individual. I think if everybody takes care of their family and does their part initially, and no, I'm not saying don't do it. We, we have this thing in our brain that says that we can only do one thing at a time. If we take care of family first, then after family is over, then take care of everyone else, right? I think Milwaukee will be safe, but then how do you reach this goal? How do you, how do you achieve these goals? How do you, how do you bring all of this stuff to fruition? How do you make sure that your family is safe and subsequently your neighbor is safe and subsequently your community is safe? Well, there's only a couple ways to do it, right? You have to understand that we need goals. Makes sense. We need to know where we're going. But those goals need to be, well, they have to have these two properties, right? These two ingredients. It has to be basic and it has to be friction free. What, what do I mean by that? Well, it's got to be easy. It's got to start simple. We keep coming up with these elaborate plans. The Office of Violence Prevention has this huge plan and it's its own office and then it's it's absorbed by the health department and and everybody has these, you know, community leaders and you know, we've been putting community leaders together for decades and nothing's happening. That should tell you that blue ribbon panels and community groups getting together to talk really doesn't do anything. Why? Because the goals they go after are not basic and they're not friction free. And when I say friction free, I mean something as simple as this. For example, you need to do push-ups. You need to start working out. So we do, I'm going to do 25 push-ups a day. Well, you and I both know you can't do 25 push-ups. I can do 25 push-ups, but let me show you why I can do 25 push-ups. One, because I started out basic and two, it was friction free. What does that mean? I didn't have to go through anything to do it. I didn't have to set myself up, get in my car, drive to Planet Fitness, drive to the gym, drive somewhere, do something. So for some people that works, for me, it doesn't work. It has to be friction free. I shouldn't have to do anything for me to do something that basic. But in order to start that goal, I started out by doing five push-ups a day. And yes, I know you're laughing right now and you're saying, oh, this old guy doing five push-ups a day. Well, I can do more push-ups today, more than 25, because what? I started at five a day and I mastered it by adding one push-up a day. In two weeks, I was doing 15 push-ups. In 30 days, I was doing 31 push-ups and so on. In other words, I had to start basic, but it had to be friction-free at the beginning so that when I did run into it, I had the stamina built up so that it wasn't a big deal. And I could tell my brain, you only have to do one more. I started with five, right? 
And I know my numbers are off a bit. They're actually off by five. But but to get you to understand that even if you started at one in 30 days, you'd have 30. But for some reason, we want to complicate life. So when you go back to the question, what can we do to win? What can we do to make Milwaukee safe? What can we do to make the black community safe so that when people that are not from Milwaukee think about Milwaukee, the only thing they think about now is crime and black people. What do you do? Well, what's holding us back? Well, let's let's what's what's stopping us from going all in? Well, I have four things that I think if you do it, it will help you reach a goal. Number one, commitment. Many people are not committed to things that are basic and friction free, you know, like voting. An ID card is not friction. An ID card is something you already have in your pocket. An ID card is something you should have in your pocket. But yet we we have this issue with commitment. And it's showing up in work. It's showing up on the job. It's showing up on TikTok where people go get jobs now that are so friction free. They call it lazy girl syndrome, where you don't want to work because you're too lazy to do something that you actually have to be responsible for. Number two, you need courage. And courage isn't just something you do. Courage is something that even when you are fearful, you do it. See, that takes courage. It doesn't take courage to do something that you would always do. It doesn't take courage for me to get on the radio every day and talk for two hours. It takes commitment, but it doesn't take courage because there's nothing about talking on the radio that I fear. When you work through your fear, that takes courage. In order to do it, when you're fearful, that takes courage. And then there's just plain old capability. If you don't go to school and learn something, high school, college, trades, doesn't matter. You're not going to make it. So you can have the commitment, you can have the courage, even though you overcame your fear, but think about the things you've overcome to get the capability. You've gone to school to learn something even though you were fearful and you had no idea what you were going to do, but you were committed and so you went to college and you learned something you didn't know before. You went to the trade school and learned something. You went to high school, not knowing what it was going to bring, but you still went. Why? Because you were committed. You had the courage and what you were doing, fighting through the courage gave you the capability. But then number four, there's confidence and confidence you can't have without the first three, commitment, courage, and capability. Because confidence is that when you lose, you still win because you've learned and you stand up and you move forward. But we live in a world now where any friction, and it doesn't even have to be in reality, if you think it's going to be hard, you quit. 
if Milwaukee's going to change, if it's going to be safe, it comes down to something that's basic and friction-free. Today, it comes down to the four C's. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Talking text line, already blown up. <laughs> said, uh, Chris said, my question is, where are the protests, the looting, the marching for all these victims? Or does Black Lives Matter only apply when a white law enforcement officer is involved? What happens to all the promises that were made and that's a valid question are we upset that a, that a five-year-old that a, died and a, a five-year-old got shot and nine-year-old got killed like shot dead like what are we doing why why aren't we screaming and hollering and marching and fighting and like i don't i don't really understand it that's what tori lowe did on saturday Marching to end the violence. And then you see where the city puts out, hey, homicides are down. And then we get two, just like that. No rioting, no protests, no screaming, no hollering, no, you know, wringing of hands, gnashing of teeth, nothing. Zip. Archie said, I agree, Dr. Ken, if you think it's going to be hard, we quit because we want to we want it to be friction free. Well, it should be friction free when you start. Like. To do Tory Tory Lowe's walk. There could have been more people there, but I got to tell you, the people that needed to be there were there. And so. It was easy. You got a phone, you got a computer, you go to a website, you sign up, that's it. All you had to do is be there. You could walk there, you could drive there, you could take the bus there, you could take whatever you want, all you had to do is be there. And then we walked, friction free. Pretty easy. But it made a statement, it made a point that crime in the city needs to be reckoned with, but for some reason we don't really care had the person that shot the nine-year-old been a white male a sworn law enforcement officer with a badge and a gun and a uniform or plain clothes we'd be screaming and hollering right now and we're not 
We just kind of take it as it goes. Hey, that's life. If you have any comments about this, 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm, I'm at the end. What do we do? I've had ideas. I've put ideas out there. But we're at a point. I'm fearful that if we don't get it right, the National Guard will be in Milwaukee. If we don't take care of what we're supposed to take care of, we won't have to worry about the police because the National Guard will be in our city and they'll tell us where to go, what to do, what streets to drive down. See, a lot of people have this thing in their mind that, that, that you know, they want to live in a totalitarian place where they have to be told what to do and what not to do and where to go. But in the end, you really don't want that because then you lose all of your freedoms. You lose everything that you've ever wanted in life. And so how do you overcome that? 833-212-1017 is the number. How do you overcome all the drama that's going on in the city? How do you overcome the fact that we are killing children and there's no uproar? We are literally killing children and no one says a word. The mayor doesn't do anything. The city council puts out wonderful memos of consternation and how upset and mad they are. Oh my gosh, it's terrible. It's unconscionable. And then we blame guns, not the people. We blame the gun because we've convinced ourselves that without the gun, crime would just disappear. What happened to operating while intoxicated? Oh, that's right. We never got rid of the liquor. So we keep getting operating while intoxicated. We have mothers against drunk driving and all sorts of drunk driving groups. And oh, we scream and holler. They gnash their teeth too. They, oh my God, it's terrible. Only to find out later that nothing's changed because you didn't get rid of the one thing that everybody wants to have, and that's their alcohol. So then you get what you ask for. You get people operating while intoxicated. You get people who really don't care about what's going on in the city. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sherman, you're on the new 1017, The Truth. How you doing, Dr. King? How's it going? All right. As, as far as the, when the, uh, the, the baby got shot, mm -hmm. I think you're mixing two different subjects together. Uh, when people get in the uproar about the police shooting somebody, it's this. Police don't go to jail when they shoot somebody. In the case of the baby, not trying to minimize it, but the persons are arrested and they're in jail and they're charged. Police That's do go to jail. Things. Police go to jail. Not all of them, of course, because some of the cases have to do with 
you know, dealing with criminals or someone shooting at them or fighting. But there have been officers that have gone to jail. This this thing that people think police don't go to jail. Do you think every single time the police shoot somebody, they should go to jail? Do you do you? No, I don't. But here's a question. Do you think okay. the person that shot John Trick, do you think the person that shot Dante uh, Hamilton should go should have went to jail? I can tell you personally. I supervise that officer. So I see it from both sides, right? There were some things that occurred in the Dontre Hamilton issue, and I'm not, I'm not going to relitigate it because it's already been done. There are some things that happened there prior to that officer even going that should have been taken care of and should have been fixed and nobody did it. And so there, there's, there's still some things about that particular case that are not, I wouldn't say they're not public. It's that people thought that it wasn't germane to what initially occurred. So there's a couple things that happened and, and I'd have to refresh my memory on it, but there were some things that occurred prior to that with Dontre Hamilton that happened with the police. First of all, it's unfortunate and no one should lose their life in relation to the police. In the park. Well, it wasn't that simple. It really wasn't that simple. It was more than that. It was more than what people say it was. And it was less than people making it as big as it was. And so unless people want to go back and you can read the transcripts of the case, read the police reports through open records, no one's going to really understand what happened except the people that were there. So we can have a common so they, sense so they, understand. So what? Go, go. So the answer go to ahead. your question. So your so your answer to your question to my question is you don't think he should have went to jail. I think that it was an unfortunate instance of something that happened and that nobody wanted to hear a totality of what happened. They only wanted to narrow it down to the one instance where he was sleeping, he got awakened and the fight occurred. Nobody wants to talk about what happened before. Nobody wants to hear what happened after. And so in order for me to figure out how to make myself correct, I isolate and I get rid of all the instances and all the information that's contrary to what I think. I pretend like it's not there. So when you narrow the scope and look at something that narrow, of course it's gonna always look like some guy didn't have a gun, the other guy had a gun, he shot him and killed him, therefore the guy with the gun is wrong. So I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not answering it. What I'm saying is that get more information about everything before you decide okay. who's right and who's wrong. Because if it happens to you, I would think you would want that to happen as well. I think that was one of my that's one of my main subjects about this radio station, one hundred one point seven. It's nine times out of ten, all the hosts is so based on proving someone wrong instead of coming up with common sense. Just like you had just made the comment about uh, the nine year old boy who got shot, you said the mayor hasn't said anything, the common council hasn't said anything, or whoever didn't say anything. My question to you and everybody else: Can you name one thing? you can do to stop me from doing what I want to do. If I wanted to go out and kill any and everybody, tell me one thing. It's a, first of all, you don't know me. So if, if you don't know me, you don't know my plans, don't know where I live at, how I look at them like that, tell me one mm -hmm. thing you can do to stop me from doing what I want to do. Okay, well, first of all, like I said earlier, it, this, this, is, this is a um, hypothetical, right? 
Okay. So just like I said earlier, number one, you're thinking, I believe, and this, this is, this is not a criticism. You're thinking too narrowly. We think about the instance when it happens at the time that it happens. And then what can we do to stop that? What we should have been doing is telling people, Hey, you need to wait till you get married to have children. You need to wait till you grow old enough to be able to take care of your child with a job and an education and all that. But instead, we clap and say it's great when a 14 or 15 year old is pregnant. We don't correct things then that have a deleterious effect today. So when we start looking at people who are committing crimes, looking at the families of the people who are committing crimes, and we find things lacking like education and money and poverty and all those negatives and single parent households and all that, we could have corrected that 20 years ago by simply waking up and saying, hey, don't do that. You made a mistake. You, you, only I make think, it once. I think society don't. I think society don't want us to correct those issues because it, it, it pays. Crime does pay. Who cares about society? It's up to you. Don't worry about society. Only let, person let, that let, controls you, you is you. Me, you let, let me finish, and then you'll see, you'll hear exactly what I'm saying. See again, you're trying to prove me wrong instead of just listening. to No, what I'm, I'm not. Saying. No, if I'm not. not. If I'm, just let me know when you're done. Well, I'm a talk is my show, but go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. If I'm not able to correct my child, what am I supposed to do? If you're not able to correct what? My child. You're not able to correct your child. Is your child a minor? It doesn't matter if the child is a minor. It doesn't matter. Answer my question. Don't don't put those words. No, no. Don't put those words in my I didn't change yours. Don't change mine. Is your child a minor? Yes or no? If your child's a minor, then go ask for help if you can't handle it. Go to the county, go oh. to the city, ask for help. We've got so resources you said, there. You just, just a second ago, you said it's up to me, not somebody else. So if I, if, But listen if to what I I'm saying. What I, I didn't say turn your child over to somebody else. I said you as a parent, go get help so you can take care of your child. I think that's taking responsibility just, and accountability. I think that I think the accountability it starts inside the house. Whether yes, the parents we are agree. Or not. We agree. I think that I think that it's, I okay. I I think that it's too many parents choosing. If if we want to correct this system, uh, this 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 chaos in the streets that's going on with our young uh, young people and stuff like that. And not all of this is young people. I think that we need to get the fathers involved. I think there's too many times that we pushing the fathers or the male figures out of the picture and then allow right. society to raise our children. But why do we it's think that's the only issue? But why do we think that's the only issue? Like if we just had fathers in the family, it would be it was it would be the same issue as you saying that uh, a person needs to be married before they have children. Well, I said married and or have a job and an education so they can take care of them. That's what I said. So you don't, you don't, do, you, do you agree that uh, a male figure inside the house, a positive male figure inside the house, does a child good, whether they're married or not? Yes. What I don't agree with is saying that the reason why a child is acting up is only because they don't have a male figure there. Because we know that it's more no, than I, that. No, not, 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 I'm not saying it's always the reason they're not acting up, but it's some of the reasons. If we want yes. to correct, if we only can chip off the iceberg a little bit at a time. 
If we want right. to correct the system, we need to have more males involved in the children's lives. And I'm not saying it has to be the father because some fathers are dead. Correct. Some are in prison correct. for life. We, correct. We, we have to, and again, we can't start at the bottom and work our way to the top. We have to start at the top and work our way to the bottom. Meaning, first of no. all, first of, we need to have a conversation with, let me, let me finish explaining my part, name said. The reason why I say that is because if we can't talk to the parent, because you have something, don't say nothing to my kid. If you ain't his father, you ain't his mama. That's the problem. Because that kid already knows who's got his back, no matter what he or she does. I mean, I have a situation like that personally. No matter what happens, he's, the child is always right. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a definite problem. But the only part I would add to what you said is we got to start at the top and the bottom. We literally have to drive the car while we're fixing it and repairing it and putting gas in it. Otherwise, it's not going to work. And I think if everybody did what they can do, their part with their family first and then move forward and help other people, I think it would work out. Thank you for your call, Sherman. 833-212-1017 is the number. Al is holding on. We've got a boatload of talking texts. That's coming in. Hey, make sure you hang around in the five o'clock hour. We got the We Energies Entrepreneurship Tuesday coming. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, and I think we got traffic, sports, and weather coming up next. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Al from Milwaukee, you still with us? I am. You're on the new 1017 The Truth. I'm good. How are you? Hey, man, I'm not a political person. and I I just happened to listen to this radio station. I heard your commentary, man. I just cannot agree with you more about this. It's like people, people do not care. Like, like you said, if it was some other circumstance, there would be riots, there would be protesting. But this is the sad fact. There's probably more people that will say, free this man or free this man that did this, this and uh, then, then is behind the, 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 the fatality of the child. Like, and so what do we do about that? You know what? I, what I, I'm, I'm actually mixed race. I'm, I'm Asian, I'm white, and I'm black. So I kind of understand everything. But my, my situation, what I would do is, like you said, take care of your family, take care of your household, and work on yourself. And when you when you got yourself together, then you can, you know, spread that love elsewhere. But, you know, you, you it's kind of a lost generation right now, man. There's really not much that you could do. With, some of these people just have no regard for life. But do we just leave them? I mean, as a human being, I, it's, it's, you know, I can, I can complain and I can, you know, I hate this and they should have done that and all that. But in the mm-hmm. end, we're still dealing with human beings whose, whose brains have not matured up to age 25. And so they're doing things that, out of emotion. True. Sherman was right when he, when, when he said all the things that he said. But at some point, 
we got to do both. We got to do it from the top and the bottom. We got to correct it, that, that, but we also have to make sure it the, doesn't happen. But how do you do that? For the people that's for the people that's up there, you know, that's that's their responsibility. I don't I don't know. I'm not I'm I'm in the middle, you know, so it's like I don't know. I know for for myself, I know I just can take care of my family and the people that's directly near me and make sure that they don't, you know, either become the victim or the perpetrator of any of these type of crimes. Now, what do you mean you're in the middle? Uh, well, you know, I'm, I, let me. I, my background is crazy, man, because I I came out of prison two years ago in the Wisconsin prison prison system with nothing. Now I, I own two houses in the South Side. I, I got three Mercedes Benz. I got a nice business. Me and my wife. So I know what it's like to come from nothing. So mm-hmm. I'm not rich, but you know, I'm 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 comfortable. I'm, so I know what, when people are like, "Oh, you you can't do it," and you can't. You know, I have so many strikes against me, but. You know, and, and it's not like with some crazy thing. It was just through normal job, like working every day, working every day, all day, 60, 65 hours a week, you know, and, that, and that's the way it worked for me. But, but that's I know the commitment. People, but, but that's the commitment, the courage, the capability, and the confidence, being able to just step up, start basic, and then work your way up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, man, I just, I just wanted to... Uh, let you know, man. I, I totally agree with what you were saying, boss. All right, appreciate you. Yeah, have a good one. All right, you too. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. When we come back, I wanna, I wanna ask about neighbors. Um, since since we've been talking about this, I've I've had some thoughts while Al and Sherman and the talking text line, and we'll we'll get back to that as well. How how we can figure out how to actually be our brother's keeper. And then I, I think we, we need to come up with a plan so that this doesn't happen again. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. We'll be right back. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. Hey, want to remind you in the 5 o'clock hour, uh, we Energy's Entrepreneurship Tuesday. We have two guests. I'm excited to finally get in, Brandon Ramey and Braylon Stevens. And we're going to be talking about their seat at the table event, um, things that are going on in the city of Milwaukee. I'm going to complain to them, too. So, you know, we'll we'll see. I've known Brandon since, hmm, well, I'll be nice this time around, but next time. No, he's been doing some phenomenal things, and he's been working in the Milwaukee community for some years and has done a phenomenal job along with Braylon Stevens to 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 bridge gaps and holes that they see in the community as it relates to um, achievement, culture, uh, young professionals trying to get into organizations, jobs, um, things of that nature. And so we'll be talking about that and I'll be, you know, putting them on the hot seat like I do everybody uh, when they come in for Entrepreneurship Tuesday. So we're looking forward to that in the 
five o'clock hour. And then eventually I'll get to my top five at five. They'll be around for about a half hour or so, and then we'll be um, moving on forward. 833-212-1017 is the numbers. I want to speed through these talking text line before I get to Sandra. Um, Archie said, I agree, Dr. Ken, if you think it's going to be hard, we quit because we want to be fiction free. And then she added, good topic. Chris said that that's my fear when overcorrection comes, it may actually be worse. Well, but it may take what I call the heavy hand. I mean, you know, following the letter of the law and not the spirit of the law to make examples so that people respond. Otherwise, if they don't see it happening, they they may not come around. And <laughs> Craig said, but but I thought guns, liquor and recreational drugs have rights. And they take precedence over human life because revenue and political popularity is important. To which my response was LOL, but fortunately, um, it's kind of true. Security Mike said, and I don't care if they're yours and they're a killer, you must turn them in or you may be next. Yeah. Two six two eight nine three adds before we get to Sandra. My son was shot in twenty fourteen. He was two at the time and he survived, thank God. So as a parent that has dealt with gun violence directly and grew up in Milwaukee and is still present in Milwaukee, this starts at home with the youth and gun violence parents must be held accountable. Number one. Two, our black community is in poverty a lot of the violence stems from lack of money, education. We need money in our communities and we need better education for our youth. And so the question still remains, how do we do that? My answer is that everybody has a solution, work your solution. We spend more time trying to get people on our side to look at our way of doing it instead of just doing it. I think if everybody took their time and did that, I believe we would be better. Sandra, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you today? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, look, I couldn't get on the steps fast enough to get to this song. <laughs> okay. Oh, gee. Uh, I found out, I haven't found out for sure, but I think I got a pinched nerve. And okay. so that's part of the problem. But, uh, well, yeah, I call. Uh, to make my comments on what you were talking about and about uh, one a little kid got shot and then over there at Washington Park, another kid was found dead and this and that. But um, my problem is, well, you know, I'm, I people want guns. I know that's their right and fine. But, I mean, if you think you're going to pile up enough guns for a war, especially black people, they ain't going to win it. Because mm-hmm. these white people have been piling up. They got bunkers. They even showed a documentary on the bunkers they have. The bunkers are so nice. You, they got pool halls down and, and, and dug down deep under the ground and all this stuff. So they are, they're not going to win a war with these white people. So we're going to have to do it um, educational-wise because I don't think it's right. We got mayors. We got governors. Everybody wears suit and tie. Nobody roll up their arms and come down here in the inner city. Okay. And put on some pants 
And then you got to go back to how it got rioted out. Every city, Central City, got it out the same way. So this was a plan, and the plan worked. I looked at that documentary again. I can't stop looking at it, the 13th. Uh, and if you mm-hmm. start looking at that, you start finding out about how things are getting privatized, the prisons, uh, uh, even the uh, parole officers. And pretty soon they'll probably be your police officers because now they just showed on TV about how AI is taking over everything now. They showed you all that stuff on TV this morning. So we won't need a National Guard. We'll have uh, the cameras all over us. And white people don't think it's going to affect them, but they will be affected. They're going to be just like Israel. Israel thought they was getting something. Now they got a guy that's trying to turn everything into a big dictatorship over there. These white people are going to get caught up right in their same game, thinking these rich oligarchs are going to keep them safe. And they're not going to be safe, and we're not going to be safe. But right uh-huh. now you can pick on black people for all your issues. But these are not – you're going to have more issues than this in a few minutes. Keep watching that TV. Watch the documentary 13. Go back to the years that Milwaukee was doing well when the uh, jobs started being bled out of the city. And uh, and then, like I said, we need our politicians. Bring yourself down here. And I can show them where the drug places are. Come down here. Well, they okay. know where the drug places are. All right. Thank you, Sandra. Appreciate well, they bring it. Them the well, bring them part, in here. Well, well, but part of the issue is that everybody, until they've been proven to be criminals, has rights. And so you have to do it the right way. You can't just roll in and jack people and do things like that. But all right. Thank you for your call, Sandra. I appreciate it. I mean, she she is 100 percent right. But you can't just roll in and pretend like, you know, people don't have rights and we're just going to do what we want to do. You, you can't. Because then what would stop them from then doing it to us? Well, we decided we're just going to roll in and we, I, don't, I don't like how you look and because eventually it'll turn. And then they'll just jack people that they don't think, you know, I remember growing up before we go to break. I remember growing up and people had tattoos. People felt some kind of way about that. Tattoos were not acceptable. Braids were not acceptable. We're here today. People have braids and people have tattoos and nothing's changed. Like they, they didn't turn into unicorns and, f- and, and fly away, right? So there's some change that's acceptable, but then other things are not. Crime is not acceptable. It's not acceptable to walk over people's rights so that we can stop them from committing crimes. Because if you'll walk over the criminals who are actively fighting you, you'll walk over the good people who actually called you. So we have to be careful of that. Um, We Energy's Entrepreneurship Tuesday is coming up. I hope that you hang around. We've got two young men coming in, Brandon Ramey and Braylon Stevens, who will give us some information that we need. So if you're under a certain age, like if you're alive and breathing, then you should probably want to hear this. Seat at the table, all that's coming up and more in the five o'clock hour. You're listening to The Truth in the afternoon.